institutional investor executes one of the largest crypto trades in history on Coinbase. Hedge fund management firm OneRiver Asset Management has emerged as a major player in the crypto space after executing one of the largest crypto asset trades in history on Coinbase. In a blog post, the crypto exchange's head of institutional sales, Brett Tishpa, says that OneRiver teamed up with Coinbase Institutional to complete a large transaction without moving market prices. Coinbase Institutional also serves as the custodian of OneRiver's digital assets, according to Tej Paul. OneRiver worked with Coinbase to invest an undisclosed amount in digital assets, resulting in one of the largest digital asset trades in history. The initial trades were completed over the course of five days and executed at different speeds to work through varying market conditions. A Bloomberg report says that One River Management CIO Eric Peters spearheaded the purchase of over $600 million worth of Bitcoin and Ethereum through One River Digital Asset Management with plans to increase the company's holdings to $1 billion in early 2021. The hedge fund launched One River Digital Asset Management in December 2020 to provide institutions access to cryptocurrencies. Digital assets not only help mitigate the risk in a portfolio, says Peters, as they also provide exposure to a new technology that is reshaping money. Owning these assets is a mere toehold to the future. A deposit everything we know about financial intermediation and its relationship to centralized policy will change in ways we cannot yet foresee. Holding these assets over the long term aligns yourself with the macro-mega trends of technological advance and currency disbasement, both of which appear to be accelerating and naturally where this all leads and to what valuations will be determined by our collective imagination. Amazon pledges $2 billion toward affordable housing in three hub cities. Amazon says it will provide over $2 billion to build and preserve 20,000 affordable homes in three of its key employment areas, the Seattle region, Nashville, Tennessee, and Arlington, Virginia. The housing equity fund will offer below market capital and low-cost loans, lines of credit, and grants to support families making between 30 and 80% of the median income in each area. The fund will also give $125 million in grants to public agencies and minority-led organizations to boost inclusive, affordable housing solutions. Major tech companies can drive up the cost of living in areas surrounding their offices. Amazon is following the likes of Apple, Facebook, and Google and focusing on such issues. All three have pledged at least $1 billion to tackle the affordable housing problem in California. Microsoft has also committed $750 million to ease the housing crisis in the Seattle area. Amazon helped homeless services nonprofit Mary's Place open a homeless shelter at its Seattle campus last year after pledging $100 million to the project. However, the company fended off a Seattle tax proposal that would have supported affordable housing projects and the homeless population. In 2018, Amazon announced plans to build new headquarters in Long Island City, New York, according to reports. The sites on which it was to build offices had been earmarked for residential development, which would have included around 1,500 affordable housing units. Amazon pulled out of the project amid a backlash from politicians and residents. Tesla short sellers lost $40 billion in 2020, and Elon Musk made more than triple that, basically giving the finger to all the short sellers. 
So it's hard to imagine anyone has had a better year than Elon Musk did in 2020, unless you were a multimillionaire and tossed everything into Bitcoin, and then you sold it right now. So his personal net worth soared like one of his SpaceX rockets, increasing by more than 100 billion dollars. And his loudest critics, aka investors who shorted Tesla stock on the assumption the share price would go down, lost a record 40.1 billion dollars betting against him, according to analysis by three S3 partners. Those critics with whom Musk had has had a very harsh, very public war of words over the years, stood to make a healthy return if Tesla shares dropped in value, but risked big losses if the stock continued to gain. And boy, did it gain, rising 743% during the course of the year. The $40.1 billion in losses by investors shorting Tesla stocks were unlike the losses weathered by any other company short investors. Last year or ever, according to Ehor Dushmaniski, managing director at S3 and an expert in the subject. In fact, the losses endured by Tesla shorts were more than the short losses for the next nine companies combined. Losses on number two, Apple, in 2020 came to $6.7 billion, which is only slightly more than Tesla shorts lost in the month of December alone. Amazon cost the shorts $5.8 billion, according to S3. Tesla has long been a favorite play for short investors and controlled about 19% of the shares as 2020 began. For all those who believe the company is a paradigm-changing, clean energy leader of unlimited potential, other investors maintain it is an overhyped niche player soon to be overwhelmed by larger, more established automakers. Many of the shorts were forced to admit defeat last year. About two-thirds of the short positions were unwound during 2020, which in itself was a factor that helped drive Tesla shares higher as the short investors were forced to buy higher-priced shares to exit their positions. It was a gentle tailwind in Tesla's price move all year long, said Dusan Whiskey. But the year ended with short investors still holding roughly 5.5% of Tesla shares, which equates to $31 billion bet against the company's future prospects. For comparison, there is $13.3 billion and $10.2 billion currently bet against Apple and Amazon, respectively, with shorts controlling less than 1% of each of those companies' stocks. Musk's very lucrative year. Musk has regularly battled with short sellers taking shots at them on Twitter and in public comments. But beyond any joy he's feeling from their losses last year, their collective pain doesn't compare to his own personal gains. Musk's stake of 170 million shares increased in value by a whopping $106 billion in 2020, and that's only a portion of the gains he earned from Tesla's performance. He came into the year with options to buy another 22.9 million shares when adjusted for the company's 5-for-1 stock split. Those options increased in value by $14.2 billion. During the course of 2020, Musk also qualified for options to buy an additional 33.8 million shares, part of his options-only compensation package that he collects when the company hits certain market values and operational targets. He qualified for four separate tranches of options in 2020, which ended the year worth $21.5 billion after taking into account the exercise price. And he's poised to qualify to get another two tranches of options to buy an additional 16.9 million shares, sometime early this year, given the company's recent financial and market performance. Those additional options would be worth $10.7 billion based on the year-end stock price. All told, Musk 
should soon control enough options to buy another 73.5 million shares of Tesla at an average price of about $50 a share. It is currently trading over or above $700. Musk has yet to exercise any of the options he now holds, which is not unusual. Executives granted stock options rarely exercise them until they are ready to sell the shares or the options are about to expire. All of this has left Musk the second richest man in the world with a net worth that Forbes estimates at $162 million, behind only Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, whose net stands at $187 billion. Bezos' current holdings in Amazon increased in value only $75 billion during the course of 2020. Total cryptocurrency market value hits record $1 trillion. The total value of all cryptocurrencies passed $1 trillion Wednesday for the first time ever per CoinGecko's index of 6,124 assets. At its prior peak in late 2017, the market's total capitalization capitalization was just above $760 billion, according to TradingView. Bitcoin represents roughly 69% of the market's value, according to Misari. Traders aren't surprised the market's soaring value. Over the past 12 months, the nearly parabolic rise of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies has come as a deep-pocketed institutional. Investors show increasing interest in Bitcoin, with a new crop of retail investors following their lead and showing some interesting in alternative cryptocurrencies altcoins as well. Bitcoin has already gained 25% in January following its more than 300% gain in 2020. Ethereum has also soared over the past 12 months, reaching a total gain of roughly 860%. Wednesday, after trading above $1,200 for the first time since early 2018. The $1 trillion mark cements cryptocurrency as an investable asset class that no longer sits on the fringes of traditional finance as a toy for retail investors, said Jack Purdy, decentralized finance analyst at Missouri. It demonstrates that this asset class is large enough to absorb large orders like we've seen recently with the slew of institutions entering over the last few months. Some of those large investors have come from firms like technology firm MicroStrategy, who has scooped up over 70,000 Bitcoin with plans to buy more, and London-based asset manager Ruffer Investment, who dumped $740 million into Bitcoin toward the end of 2020. Cryptocurrencies are now almost an institutional-grade venture bet, Wing told Coindesk. The market is finally liquid enough to deploy large sums of capital, but still early enough for a 10x return. For some investors, those returns are coming from altcoins. As Bitcoin continues to climb over $30,000, altcoin indexes have gained momentum. Per FTX's markets, its index of 10 leading altcoins has rallied over 30% in 2021. The... uh, S-Coin index, representing micro-cap altcoins, has also gained over 20% so far in January. A trillion-dollar market cap is a big milestone for crypto, especially considering it was below $200 billion less than a year ago, said Nate Madry, research analyst at Coinmetrics in a direct message with Coindesk. But crypto's total market cap is still only a fraction of gold, equities, and many other assets. From S-Coin indexes to the bellwether assets like Bitcoin, institutional buyers and retail speculators alike can likely find something to pique their interest in this newly minted trillion-dollar market. Crypto is in a unique position to be the most important asset class of the 21st century and still has a lot of room to grow, Madri said. 
Check out 40inbox.com to master your money, personal finance lessons and courses, and do you want to make money online? Learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. Get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. And automate your investing with Acorns down in the description below.